The views and opinions expressed on this show are those of the sponsor, Key Marine Center. You're going to need a bigger boat. you a boat i tell you what maybe that's your new year's resolution oh i wish <laughs> you are listening to boat smart it is a call-in show 850-437-1620 is the phone number and i just want to give a shout out to a happy new year coming up boy the year has gone by man it really has yeah it has I feel and like we were just doing christmas and new year's at my yeah. church like three months ago yeah and here we are going into the new year so we're gonna talk a little bit about the new year and uh what maybe you can expect with your boat and that kind of stuff and hey i got some ideas about maybe changing your life in the new year you can uh do something as far as education is concerned so we want to thank you for tuning in today again it is a call-in show call or text 850-437-1620 is the number key marine center of northwest florida is our sponsor key marine located at 5621 Bower Road here in Pensacola. You can give them a call, 850-492-0487. They are not going to answer the phones today because <laughs> they are out for the break right now. They will be back, I believe, on the 2nd. And you still have an opportunity to save 20% on labor at Key Marine up until the uh, 8th of January. So I would take full advantage of that. So when they come back on the 2nd, light up their phones, go by there and see them, call them, text them, email them, whatever, to save at 20%. That's a great way to start out the new year, saving oh, yes. 20%, mm-hmm. you know. So give them a call, 850-492-0487. Check them out on the website, keymarinecenter.com as well. Key Marine Center, Yamaha, Mercury, and Suzuki Repower Center. Special discounting prices on all Yamaha, Mercury, and Suzuki motors. They have Suzuki oil in stock. Apparently, that's hard to get. Hmm. So they wanted me to make note of that. You, they have Suzuki oil in stock, so you can get that as well. And uh, just don't forget that appreciation, that customer appreciation, 20% off of labor. That's just a great, great deal for the new year. I'm the Marine instructor over at George Stone Technical College, the Marine Service Technology Instructor. George Stone located at 2400 Longleaf Drive, georgestonecollege.edu. They have a great chat feature on there. You can go on there and ask a question to anybody out at George Stone, an instructor, the mm. administration, you could talk to counselors, the uh, everything, financial aid, and they will get you answers. That's probably one of the – there's two ways I recommend getting in contact with George Stone. One is just stop by, mm-hmm. you know, go up there and see a counselor and start there. Or the second is to go to the chat feature. I've always heard the phones are hard to get a hold of people out there because we're so busy. Right. And I always try to call people back. But honestly, the phone that's on my desk at school, I hardly ever get to look at that phone because I'm so busy doing other things. So I do miss some calls coming into my phone. But the chat feature, come by and see us, those things, you know, is the best way to get a hold of us. So that's that's what I would recommend. So we're getting into the new year, and I'm we've been out of school, so I don't have any real good 
student material. I like my students to give me material, and it could be funny, it could be bad, it could be good, you know. Mm-hmm. But I haven't seen them in a while. It's been about a week or so since I've seen my students. And uh, we're going to go back to school on the 4th. The teachers will be back on the 4th. That's on a Thursday next week, and we'll be back Thursday and Friday. And then the students return on the 8th. That's on the following Monday, and we start out our new year. And I'm very excited about the new year and what it brings to uh, my class and, and the things out at Georgetown that we got going on. I have some new things that I'm going to add to my curriculum. We have a diesel cutaway that we've ordered, and it's a fully functional, in a way, diesel cutaway. It, it, it's electric, basically it has a motor that makes it move. It's a diesel engine, but it's a full cutaway, and it shows all the components of the, the, uh, the, the diesel engine. So my diesel portion of my course is the very last portion. It's 150 hours of my course, and it's really not super far in depth with diesel. It gives you the basic understanding. So basically, I teach it out of a book. Mm. Uh, they do an entrance test, an ex- exit test, but this is going to add to my uh, curriculum. And now I'm going to couple my book with this cutaway for a learning experience. It reminds me of when you're in the doctor's office and they have the the human organs yeah. on the table and you just start taking them apart and you're like, oh, this is really, really cool. That's got to be so cool for That's a diesel engine. That's what this kind of is. Yeah. It has that those parts that you can see. Cutaway. I like that. You know, and, and I, a lot of times my students are like, I want to rebuild an engine, want to rebuild an engine or get into an engine. A lot of times we, we don't do that anymore, really. We mm. talk about it, but we don't get into it couple reasons one is it's so costly to do that for you know for us and, and the time it takes to do that mm-hmm. okay for us to do that in our shop at school and it takes away from other learning events that students can you know can take to to get a job with right and and really in our industry we don't re- rebuild engines anymore we repower we put a, a engine block in or a power head or something like that but as far as getting deep into the engine and rebuilding them we don't do that Okay. Why, why don't you do that anymore? Well, that, uh, the cost, it's cost-effective right. not to do it. Mm-hmm. Okay, when you A power head, okay? So the power head, I'm talking about an outboard engine block, basically. Mm-hmm. The, the crankshaft, the pistons, the head, those components. Okay, if you have a failure of that component, if it's either going to be under warranty uh, most, you know, or not, okay? If it's under warranty, they're definitely going to replace the power head, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. Under warranty. But if you're paying for that, it's really cost, not a cost-effective to do so. You're better off to order either a remanufactured power head and, and put it there in, in place of the old one and then dress it up, mm. correct the problem that caused the initial failure, and go on about your business. So it's basically a cost-effective, time-effective way of repairing engines. Mm. Uh, they do that with, uh, with trim systems. They do it with gear cases, lower units, uh, outdrives power heads, engine blocks, that kind of stuff. It also gives a warranty as well, mm. a better warranty than if you were to do a rebuild. Right, so that works right. you know, better that way too. I just know uh, people in my family uh, and people I grew up with, all my friends, that was sort of like uh, just a hobby. You know, It's like, oh man, I can't wait. I'm going to tear this all down and rebuild this engine in this Camaro. And it was just something they got excited about. But yeah. I can imagine on a marine engine or a diesel engine, it's going to be, wow, that's going to take you some yeah, time. Yeah, it's going to so. be costly. And, yeah, yeah. and the diesel portion of it, that, now they do rebuild diesels because the cost of diesels and actually access to the diesel engine in the mm-hmm. boat a lot of that stuff is done internally inside the boat itself mm-hmm. um when you talk about the diesel part of this training 
I've been in this industry 40 years and I've probably touched out of those 40 years, four or five diesels in my yeah. lifetime. Yeah. And it was basically doing like, um, maintenance type stuff as far as filters, oil changes, water pumps, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Maybe a charging issue or something. Never dove deep into that. Right. Right. So the, the technicians of today are either going to be a diesel technician or a gas engine technician type tech. So we basically train all gas stuff except for our 150 hour portion of our diesel. Mm -hmm. Now I have had students that leave Georgetown tech, and go to work at a diesel place. Right. They continue their education for them, and they are now diesel techs as well. So, mm. you know, going down the road, they can obviously work on diesels because we give them that good platform to work right. off of, right. education mm -hmm. required for that. Mm -hmm. So it's pretty cool to be able to have that new uh, cutaway coming in. I'm excited about that, and uh, I get to add to the learning experience at school. Uh, with the, my students mm. we also are having new students come in uh, as we get into our new year so I don't know how many I'm gonna have on the 8th uh, I'm still running a little bit of a waiting list but I'm gonna have new students on the 8th so I have to prepare for that so the teachers come back on the 4th I have two days during the day where I get to plan and try to get ready for basically the new year so that's my plan as I go back and uh, as I look forward to 2024 you know, that's the year, right? 2024. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we're I believe going that's into 2024. The one we're on. yeah, yeah. You know, I barely can figure out what day of week it is <laughs> yeah, right now yeah. being off work like this, you know. Yeah. So, again, this is a call in show. Maybe you have a question. 850 437 1620 is the phone number. Maybe you have a question about my program. Maybe you have a question about your boat. What to do? Maybe if this cold snap comes in, if we get a little cold weather, what should I do with my boat at that point? Uh, maybe you're just interested in maybe a repower or a, you know, you, maybe you need a blocker or a power head for your engine. You might want to talk to me about that. 850-437-1620 is the phone number. I love hearing from you. I know you're out there listening, but just call us or text us and I'm more than happy to answer those questions for you. So as we get into the new year, uh, Jake, do you do resolutions? Do you? Do you? Uh... I, I try not to because if I fail at a resolution, I'm really hard on myself and I, I beat myself up and then that, that kind of, you know, got me out of doing New Year's resolutions, but I do try some things right before the end of the year uh, just to see how they go, and hopefully they'll stick throughout January. Like stopping coffee. Well, that didn't last, did it? <laughs> Are you back on it? At, at your at your behest, <laughs> I am drinking a cup of coffee every morning now just to, just to get out the door because, man, 3.30 comes early in the morning. He's off of it, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree yeah. with you. You know, it's good that you and I get to know each other, not only yeah. on, the, on the air, but we get to know each other once off, you know, we come yeah. in and talk and stuff. So mm -hmm. it's pretty cool that we get to talk about coffee and stuff, too, oh, yeah. on yeah. a boat show. You I'm going to sit in on a class. Don't, don't, yeah. Yeah, I want you to come by. That could be a New Year's resolution for you. It's going to be one you could do very easily. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. come by Georgetown and take a tour. Yeah. You could call that a resolution. I want to visit Georgetown. Right. So we're going to make that happen as we go into the new year, okay? Mm -hmm. So we're going to get you over there, let you visit, let you see what everybody does over there. Maybe our listeners out there, I ran into a person the other day that I, I'd known as a, you know, in passing, okay? I, I worked at a location and they worked at next door at another location uh, doing, doing powder coating. And I just was walking my dog down the road, and he said, hey, how you doing, man? I know, know you, you know. And, and so I started talking to him, and I said, what are you doing nowadays? And he kind of got this 
when you, you ever ask somebody a question, what you're doing nowadays, and they get this look on their face like, oh, I'm looking for work, you know, mm-hmm. kind of situation, or I'm looking. And, you know, I said, well, I'll teach you over at George Stone. Maybe there's an opportunity over there for you. And what I started thinking about was people that are in coming out of 2023, going into 2024, and maybe they're just not happy with their situation as far as work is concerned. Maybe they're wanting to do a big change or a change in their life and they're trying to plan something uh georgestone technical college is the place to do that because there's so many opportunities over there that you can get into a different career i think we had 22 or 25 different programs and maybe that might be your resolution your new year's resolution is to maybe look at a different career choice for yourself and i think that's just something that can change your entire life. And you can do that within a year at George Stone because a lot of our programs that we have out there are a uh, year long or less program. And you could go out there to George Stone and I would start, if you're interested in doing this, I would start on the, uh, the uh, first next week on Thursday and I'd go out there and get in contact with a counselor and start talking to him out there about changing maybe a career choice. You change that year. guy's life, man. Yeah. I mean, you, that's yeah. yeah, that's going to change his whole probably family tree. I mean, think about it. Uh, when you introduce somebody to a career like that and get them set up, man, I mean, that just uh, – I was talking to Andrew this morning, just a quick personal story. Um, when I started here at the radio station, I spent my whole life since I was a little kid in the music industry playing drums professionally – and when I had to give that up, I I felt like I was dead, like I had died. Like, you know, my, my whole identity was wrapped up in playing the drums and being a professional drummer. And when I got this job, it totally changed. And now I feel alive again. And, you know, you being able to to offer somebody an opportunity like that and get them in. If, if I heard correctly, sorry, I was talking on the phone <laughs> while you were telling yeah. that story. Somebody, uh, you know him, Wes, called in and wanted to know about his outdrive um, on the bottom stag – is that right? Skag, yep. Skag, mm-hmm. okay. Uh, he has uh, um, something that's bent. Okay. <laughs> I, was, I was hoping he would get on the air, but he didn't want to say it on the oh, air. So, okay. So I guess something is bent there, and he wants to know if he can straighten that without breaking it. Okay, he's talking about the skeg, more than likely. Okay. Okay. And uh, the skeg is the portion that hangs below any outboard gear case or outdrive. Mm-hmm. It basically is right there uh, in, a, in front of the prop, mm-hmm. and it does a couple things it helps with steering okay it also helps protect the prop shaft the prop from hitting something or damage in a Mm -hmm. way and sometimes you do hit those and you break them or you bend them okay okay? so if he wants to attempt it himself and it's not bent too bad you can apply some light heat to it i would use a a mini a torch of some type okay okay now i'm I'm getting into something that may not be something he may want to do i know that you know key marine can do it i 100 percent know that they can do it i could do it in my shop uh, at school those kind of things we do teach that so you basically you try to lightly heat up that skeg area where it's bent and what i do is i take two large hammers and I'll go to the side that it's bent away from. If I'm trying to explain this to where you get a picture on the radio. And then I'll take the other hammer after I heat this up a little bit. And I'll tap the side that I'm going toward trying to straighten it to 
causing that skeg to move back into position. That's how I do it. Okay. Now, worst case scenario, it breaks off. You can also get that welded back on as well. Okay. That's a technique, though, that has to be done properly and needs to be done by a welder that understands how to weld. Of course, right? Yeah. I, I don't do that. Preferably. I, yeah, right? And there's a technique to that as well. If you break one of those off, the way I recommend doing it is not to cut it off straight. Okay, now it's going to depend on how close to the gear case it is up to the upper bullet area. But I cut it in a jagged, like a tooth jagged, up and down, up and down, so you have teeth meshing together. Oh, Okay it gives you more welding surface. So you weld mm -hmm. up and down, up and down along the teeth area where you mate these two together. That's a great, that is a great idea to it do that. It gives you more surface oh, area, okay. right? Yeah. So Instead it tends to hold better. Seam. Yeah. Okay. Now they do offer this thing called a skeg guard if you break it off. Oh, and, okay. It's really not, the skeg guard is not designed for a skeg that's broke. <laughs> this is a subject I wanted to test today. This is awesome, man. I yeah. like this. This is great. Uh, and we got, no, so, we got calls and texts okay, flooding in Okay, let me get to here. this. Okay, yeah. so the skeg guard is to protect the skeg, but I see a lot of people that put skeg guards on a skeg that is broken already. <laughs> I don't like the skeg guards because now you're putting stainless steel on aluminum, which now can cause electrolysis. So, you know, it's, it has its ups and downs as far wow. as that goes. Mm. I always recommend if you can fix it, fix it with a weld. Right. Or straighten it out. Uh, All right, we got another call? Yeah. Uh, Joe has a question. Uh, thank you for calling us on the pep talk with Stefan Schmidt. It's the boat show, Boat Smart. Uh, what's your question today? Well, I really don't have a question. No. Uh, Stefan and I go back a long ways, and I just <laughs> wanted to call and wish Happy New Year to him. Oh. Wow. Happy New Year. This is my. My best bud, Joe, I'm going to get Joe King up in North Alabama. Mm. Him and I started out in down here in 1986. I started I, when I moved down here at a dealership called Economy Marine. He was a service manager there, and he took a he 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 gambled on me and hired me <laughs> back in those days. Man, I appreciate you calling. And uh, Joe owns a dealership hey. up in uh, North Alabama. So, yeah, yeah. Tell us a little bit about that, Joe, if you will, while you're on there. Just give us an idea of what you do up there differently than we do down here. Uh, well, one is we don't mess with salt water, <laughs> but uh, I don't, I don't uh, miss the salt water stuff. But uh, well, we do occasionally on boats that are on uh, doing the loop. But uh, we do primarily uh, a little everything. Uh, uh, you know, we got a 50-ton travel lift. We pull, you know, big boats out for bottom work. Uh, Struts and shafts and that sort of thing. Uh, anodes. Uh, we're not a dealer as far as uh, we're a servicing dealer, but we're not a uh, sales. We don't do sales, just just service. We're right on the Tennessee River, uh, but we do. Uh, if people aren't familiar with, there's a lot of boats that do this. They they call it the loop. It's a six thousand something mile uh, trip that they go. You know, go through here down. The Ten Tom down into by Pensacola and on down the uh, Gulf out into the. Uh, some people go through the uh, Okeechobee uh, and then up to New York and anyway it's a long trip, uh, but we get a lot of those people that come through here and then uh, Gunnersville Lake is known for you know bass fishing so we get a lot of bass boats. Uh, uh, I don't, it's just a really kind of wandered into it uh, uh, after. Leaving Pensacola, I started, of course, like you say, we worked together for uh, many years down there, and uh, I just uh, 
decided to come back up here. This is where I kind of grew up. But uh, and and he and Joe can attest to how far George Stone spreads out. He's hired some of our students, and yeah, yeah, and, that, six hours from here, six and a half hours from yeah. here, he hires our students. So that's awesome. Yep. Man, I appreciate oh, the call. Forget, yeah, and I'm a graduate too. I graduated uh, 1985. No, it wasn't 85. 84, I think. Yeah, he There's went to George Stone. Yeah, in the Marine Service class at George Stone, which was way different than it is now, right, Joe? Compared- oh yeah, it's much different. <laughs> you run a very well organized program down there. Well, I appreciate it, man. Thank you very much, and Happy New Year's to you. I really appreciate you giving us a call in today. He's actually on break, too, so he's able to get to the phone. <laughs> Most of the time, he's so busy, he can't even listen to the show. But, man, I appreciate you. Yep. All right, you bet. Happy New Year, and uh, just keep on keep on getting those students out. We need uh, – it's a field that's uh, definitely a, a big uh, need for. There's uh, always looking for help, but yep. – uh, and if anybody down there working in that salt water gets tired of it like I did, come up here. <laughs> we'll, I, s- we'll send them up I there. My court. Yeah, I think I, I fill up my uh, oxycetylene bottles about every two years. <laughs> He's <laughs> always told me he wants to sell them to me. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Appreciate the call. Happy New Year, Joe. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yep. we're talking about torches and stuff, right? And, mm-hmm. and, uh, and that was one of the things that, we use a lot in our industry trying to free up components and stuff when we're right. doing general services. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so I'm like, he don't use that. We call it the heat wrench in our industry. The, the heat, heat wrench. wrench. We have to use it sometimes. It's a great name for a band. If you have yeah. a rock band out there, heat wrench, <laughs> heat wrench. is not good, taken. Good idea. Yeah. You know, uh, he gets a saltwater boat every once in a while. And the customer will always tell him it's not a saltwater boat. And he'll mm. call me, hey, have you worked on this boat before? <laughs> and sometimes, really, I've worked on that boat that he has up there. Nice. So it's pretty cool, man. Yeah. We appreciate that phone call. That made my day today. <laughs> Thank you so much for that. So, uh, wow. So the skag, we got that guy squared away on that. Mm-hmm. And if he has an issue with it, he can take it over to uh, Key Marine. They're more than happy to do that for him. Uh, we're talking about a little bit about uh, new year's resolutions mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. And I think a great new year's resolution is to boat more, get out on the water. Yes. You know, I think that's a, a good one. Uh, for me, uh, I'm going to continue to do that, but I also want to invite people that aren't, that don't have access to boats maybe and get them into boating, mm. you know, Hey, you want to go out on the boat and hang out a little bit or something and do that too, you know, and, and do that. So when I think about boating more, uh, I just got, I got a boat, I think it was back in June or July. And when you think about boating more, you, you don't own a boat, do you? No. Okay. Uh-uh. You're for, kind of familiar with boats so a little bit. You get oh, yeah. more familiar. I know now, right? Yes, definitely. So let me ask you a quick question. Mm-hmm. If you own a boat on average, and it doesn't matter if you're here or up in, in, in the lake up there at Gunnersville or wherever you're at, mm-hmm. how many hours do you think a year would a person on average put on a boat? And, 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 and I'm talking engine runtime mm. using the boat. What do you think? And if you if give up, if they're not very avid, uh, I would say uh, 40 to 50 hours, 40 uh, to 50. If they're not very avid, if they're not very avid. If it just wow. kind of sits most of the time, okay. I don't know. I mean, how about around 30 hours? Really? Yeah. Wow. That's not and a lot. No, it's not. And, mm. and a lot of reasons, there's a lot of factors to that. You talk about engine runtime and stuff. A lot of people use their boats, but they don't go very far. Yeah. They go to out Fort McCray and hang out, or they do this mm-hmm. or that, you know. They stop and float. Yep, stop and float, that kind of thing. But also, life gets in the way, right? Mm-hmm. Weather, those kind of things. So if you take the weekend, 52 weekends out of the year, right, 
And if you got something that comes up in your life, right. 30 hours, always, right? Always, always. So maybe that could be your New Year's resolution is mm-hmm. use your boat more. Yeah. You know? Well, when me and my wife moved down here, it wasn't a resolution, but we told ourselves, well, we're going to be near the beach. We need to make friends with somebody who has a boat. And yeah. guess what? Hey, here we go. <laughs> we'll make it, it happen. Yeah, we'll make so, it happen for sure. Wow. Yeah. The time has already flown by. It always by. does. Yeah, we've had a great show. I appreciate the listeners out there listening, calling in, texting in. I appreciate Joe calling down here and talking to us. You know, I thank you for that. And again, I'll be back next Friday, and uh, we'll be on the air, and we'll talk about how your New Year's went. So thank you for listening. Yeah. This has been the Pensacola Expert Panel Pep Talk, Boat Smart with Stefan Schmidt. I am your producer and co-host for this part of the show, Jake Walker. I will be back with a 30-minute segment of fun and frivolity on Pep Talk with Jake Walker coming up right after these messages and the Fox News break at the bottom of the hour. Thank you for being with us. Stefan, thank you so much. Thank you.